Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels and from my girlfriend's apartment. That's right. The background is different. You'll see the lack of a quality camera, all adding up to Packers Daily on the road and on some spotty Wi-Fi, too. So apologies if there's uh, some glitching, and I'll probably keep this short because we have happy hour at 6 o'clock. If you're a Patreon member, a Carry the G Club member here on YouTube, please. Come join Corey and myself, 6 p.m. Eastern, for this week's Cheesehead TV Happy Hour. That's right. We do happy hours all throughout the offseason. It doesn't stop, never stops, don't stop, won't stop. And I won't stop talking about Jair Alexander this offseason. You talk about a guy who is primed to remind the NFL just how good he is. And I understand that it was a frustrating season fan-wise, but I'm sure for the player, too. His inability to stay on the field, the injuries he was continuously dealing with, And then whatever was going on behind the scenes, whether that's frustrations, both team-related, personal-related, who knows at this point. I haven't seen any credible reporting around any of it, other than to say that we know the event in Carolina was a final straw and not uh, the reason for a suspension. So whatever those misgivings and frustrations may have been on both the Packers' part and Jair's part, I am so excited about the fact that He'll be playing in a new defensive scheme with a new coordinator, new responsibilities somewhat, and probably being asked to play a different style of ball. And I don't think for a second that he's going to be told to just go and man up against the number one wide receiver every game. But I do think he'll be given more opportunities such like the ones we saw down in Dallas, where he had that nice interception because he's playing physical at the line of scrimmage rather than 10 yards off on third and two. There are things that clearly he needs to do better, uh, whether that's coming up and run support, being a bit more of a willing and physical tackler, all of those things that we saw early in his career. Um, I think he's primed to kind of return to that form and remind everybody, Packers fans, his teammates, the NFL at large, what a premium player he is because that is his talent level. He is talented enough to be one of the best in the business at the position. And I'm looking forward to a clean slate providing him that opportunity. And I am looking forward to saying hi to everybody in the comment section. How are you? Dale's here. Good evening from London. Good evening from New York City. Uh, What else we got here, folks? Robin's here. Hello, Robin. Another hello from across the pond. Rob asks, Nags, what did you think of the Super Bowl? Uh, I loved the fact that the defenses got to shine. They certainly were dictating for much of that game. And I think Spagnolo certainly is probably going to earn, if not this hiring cycle, because all the chairs are taken. But next hiring cycle, I suspect he's going to get some more interviews, finally, for a second chance at a head coaching job. Uh, to me, he was really kind of, to use a Premier League term, man of the match. And I know Patrick Holmes, MVP, all the wonderful stuff that Chris Jones did, no doubt about it. I'm going to take anything away from the players. But for me, Spagnola was the difference in the game and the way he as the game went on, was really able to kind of take advantage of the 49ers protection schemes, Brock Purdy in general. It was, uh, it, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that immensely. Adrian, thanks for the super chat, man. 2014 hurts more now knowing that team had three first ballot Hall of Famers. That's one way to look at it, buddy. That is one way to look at it. It's funny, though, because I know everyone points to Peppers telling Morgan Burnett to go down, but to me, the, the play I always think about from that season is in New Orleans 
And when they used him on offense and Rodgers fired in that slant pass and he dropped it. I mean, that would have been so much fun if he had caught that and they won that game. It would be great. But I understand the uh, the Seattle game is certainly uh, the one you point to from that season. Scott, how are you? Thanks for the super chat. Seeing Jordan on Micah Parsons' podcast was awesome. It's nice to hear a Packers QB talk about actual football after the past few years. Very likable guy. Couldn't agree more, man. That's what I always enjoyed talking with Aaron about when he was the quarterback. Getting quarterback football questions and answers from, you know, let's face it, one of the best in the business. And now we've got Jordan Love at the start of his career being able to kind of you know, lay it out there as far as the football side of things. Um, man, I love it. I absolutely love it. Anytime you can pretty much get any NFL player talking about football, it's a great thing. Kevin says, the big difference I noticed between the 49ers and Chiefs compared to the Packers is that the Super Bowl teams actually tackled really well. Funny how that works, right? You know, and it's, look, it, it does come down to technique and it does come down to, you know, having willing tacklers and, basically instilling that from day one by drafting guys who can tackle because you don't have time in the NFL really to teach tackling. You come into the NFL knowing how to tackle or you don't. And unfortunately the Packers have seemingly gotten a lot of guys over the years who are not, you know, born tacklers. Maybe that changes starting this off season in this draft. Here's, here's hope. Mike Witt. How are you, man? Excited to see LVN and Quay in the new defense. Very much agreed. If you haven't heard my chat with Cody Alexander, I highly recommend you do so here on the YouTube channel. We went over both those guys, actually, what we expect to see kind of going forward in this switch to a 4-3-esque defense. Um, I think both of those guys, they have a ton of untapped potential that we could see come to the four starting next season. No question about it. Hope Andy Herman is feeling better. I didn't realize he wasn't well. Boy, I'll have to reach out. CMC is a fucking talent, man. I knew he was good, obviously, but damn, he's a different breed. Uh, he really is. I mean, he absolutely is. Not only because of all the things you typically hear about when people talk about McCaffrey regarding his obvious running ability, his ability out of the backfield as a receiver, as a blocker and pass protection, but man, just his sheer power. He, you always see the highlights where he's faking people out. You don't have to look much further than the game against the Packers where he, you know, basically tells Savage where to place his jock on the field. But it's also like the way he is able to power for extra yardage after contact, like plays even in that Super Bowl where, you know, the Chiefs have bodies on him after one or two yards and he's still able to get four or five. That's huge, man. But staying ahead of the sticks like that, even after contact, he's got the power to do that. But people don't think of him that way, but they absolutely should because he is 100% a complete running back. No doubt about it. Mimsy, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. The what ifs of this season should keep Green Bay hungry. I agree. Very much agree, though. You know, you're always uh, looking forward or you're looking back and you don't want to look back too much. You obviously want to learn from things and you want to progress from your mistakes and learn from them. But I do think, yeah, there are a couple of, you know, definite missed opportunities throughout that San Francisco game in particular, but throughout the season you know, where they should be able to learn and grow and hopefully make new opportunities out of that. Uh, have the Packers hired a football health coach yet? Uh, Mick, I believe you're probably talking about the strength and conditioning coach. And no, not that I have seen reported, not that they have announced. I know um, one update for you guys, because I get asked about this seemingly every day. Uh, the Packers are hoping to get Halfley in front of 
cameras, microphone available to the media prior to the combine, but they're kind of at the you know mercy of Matt Lafleur and his hiring of a complete staff, which hasn't happened yet. They're not done, and I think the strength and conditioning coach is one of the last pieces to you know get put together, so to speak. So as soon as that happens, hopefully we'll get some kind of availability prior to the combine. Um, because I don't think the coaches, much like last year, I don't think the coaching staff is going to Indianapolis for the combine. It's just Brian and his personnel guys. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Spag showed late in the Super Bowl exactly why Packers needed a change at DC. Defense can force the issue, not just react all the time. Could not agree more. Thank you. What killed me watching that Super Bowl and then looking at their tendencies afterwards, uh, Bob Strum put that out there. Uh, how much man they played, how much cover one, how much cover zero, things that most teams just didn't do against the 49ers this year, challenging Purdy. But like the complete stark difference in approach at the end of the game where they had to get off the field and the way they went after Brock Purdy rather than the Packers who just sat back and let them march right down the field. I mean, you could not get a more polar opposite approach to the idea of not only just playing defense, but playing defense with the game on the line. Could not agree more, Joe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Mike, what's going on, man? Really disappointed in Kittle's, Kittle Sunday. Disappeared. I mean, yes and no. I think a big part of that is because they needed him. You know, uh, they have to be able to utilize him and his blocking ability. He's one of the best in the business in that regard. So, you know, they're, they're trying to keep Brock Purdy upright. And obviously, he, you know, somewhat kind of missed the protection. He probably should have gone you know, picked up that free rusher rather than blocking a guy who's already accounted for. But for the most part, you know, you want to utilize him downfield. You want to get him the ball in his hands. And they tried a couple times, but for the most part, I think, you know, I understand Shanahan wanted to utilize him, you know, in a lot of the protection stuff, especially with Chris Jones out there. I mean, it's it stinks for the fact that, like, you love to see him as a player, right? Get the ball in his hand, all that. But uh, I understand why maybe he wasn't able to kind of get unleashed, so to speak. Uh, I didn't see much nerves out of him. No, I, I, I'm right. I'm right there with you. I'm glad our QB is named love, not hurts. That's an excellent observation. <laughs> Next, there was, is a lot to digest from your new DC scheme video. Your takeaways. Um, first of all, thanks for watching Brandy and thanks for asking. Um, I mean a lot, right? What I found fascinating was Cody talking about you know, Halfley's history 
where he's been, who he's worked under, some people who Cody's worked with. Um, but the fact that he was at Pitt with Wanstead and then kind of followed the trajectory to a spot where they were u- utilizing like Rex Ryan blitz packages, that tells you, kind of confirms what I had suspected, where that if Halfley brings that kind of stuff with him, that's a 3-4 base kind of system, right? Where I think these guys are going to have both 4-3 principles when they're in base downs, early downs, run downs, what have you. And then some of the more obvious passing situations, you're going to see some of the more exotic stuff, some of the more 3-4 base stuff that you saw out of Rex Ryan's Jets, which, by the way, I'm fucking excited about, no doubt. Al, what's going on, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Next, I just learned that an actual game footage copy of Super Bowl One is available at the Paley Museum on the 52nd Must See for the 71-year-old Go Pack Go. Al, I saw it literally this past Saturday. They had a screening. It was amazing. Patrick from uh, Kettle of Fish was there. The place was packed. It's amazing. I cannot recommend it enough. It is so incredible. Like, the fact that you're watching this game that has never been available um, is in and of itself absolutely kind of gobsmacking but yes go run don't walk cannot recommend it enough um the only downside to it is because it was recorded by someone by hand back in the 60s um the third quarter most much of the third quarter start of the third quarter is missing um i suspect they forgot to press record on the return back to the game after halftime but so you miss woods interception that's the one big play that you don't get to see, which really sucks. But other than that, phenomenal. Uh, go. Enjoy it. It is so great. Um, Ryan, what's up, man? Do you Did Love ask Micah for the keys to AT&T Stadium? He doesn't need a – he's already owned it. You know, like when he comes in, it's got retina scan, and it, it just the door is just open. That's how, that's how that works. Ed, what's going on? Does any team have a yoga instructor on staff? In the past, this would have been a joke, but it seems like a lot of players have benefited from it. Uh, yeah, some teams uh, have all sorts of kind of specialists um, when it comes to soft tissue stuff, especially. But yeah, like um, maybe not a yoga instructor per se, but um, some kind of partnership with a local studio, things like that. I don't believe the Packers do, but I know there are teams that have done that and do that. No question. Um, Mike, thanks again, man. How about a Micah Hyde Packers reunion in a month? No chance, Mike. I love this idea, but there's no way. I just, uh, both his age and what his price will be uh, if he does indeed hit the open market, I don't see it. Justin, thanks for the super chat, man. Like past Green Bay GMs, does Brian Gutekunst need his big free agent signing? Justin, I've seen a lot of discourse around that. Does he need it? No. To do it just to do it is silly, right? But if you find a bargain and or a, a value that you can pick up, then hell yeah. I mean, Ted didn't go out and spend huge money on Charles Woodson. I think there was like one other team that even talked to him in free agency, and they'd never even got to the point of talking about contract numbers. You know, Ted waited, bided his time, and then signed Charles late because no one else was interested. And he still got a decent deal, but it was not a blockbuster contract. People, I think, tend to forget that, right? So, and it, kind of the same thing happened with Peppers, right? When he signed Peppers, he was coming off of a downturn with Chicago. And, you know, the Packers got him at a relatively decent rate, you know? So the idea that, okay, he's got to sign this big free agent. I understand that thinking, and I get the idea of trying to kind of boost the talent level, on the, especially on the defensive side of the ball. 
but you don't do it just to do it and you don't overpay, which is what you're doing almost always at the first kind of 48 hours of free agency, right? You let the dust settle. And if there's value there, there's a player that maybe fits what you're trying to do and you think you can get him. Yeah. Then I, then I say, yeah, I get, I'll understand Brian going about it, but I'll be very, very surprised. I'm not saying it'll never happen. It can't happen. I'll just be very surprised if he breaks any kind of bank for a free agent early in the process. You guys can hear my girlfriend making a drink. You make me one too. Uh, I don't know. What do you make? Oh, did you get beer? I'll have a beer. I'll have a beer, please. Thank you. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Marlon, what's going on, man? Pulled hammy is from lack of strength, quote unquote. There's a, that's a lot to unpack there. Um, I'm going to, I'm trying to endeavor to have um, a kind of soft tissue conversation with a professional at some point this offseason, just to, you know, thank you, not to talk about like the Packers specifically, because we know they're not going to talk and Christian Watson's not going to talk or anything like that. But I'd love to know when they're going about the process of, you know, this, you know, program down in Madison. What does that entail? Like, who, what do they do? Like, what do they prescribe them? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated to see what that might entail. Aaron says he's fully prepared for Goody to be in, quote, every conversation. Well, that's what he said he would do, and that's what he's done, and I appreciate it. I mean, sometimes you got to remember, the Packers will make all those calls, right? They'll say, hey, we're interested. We know you're out there. You know you're taking kind of visits or whatever, or you know, offers, we're interested at our number. So if you don't find what you're looking for, give us a call. And then the agent turns around and says, oh, the Packers were interested. It's like the Packers made the call because that's what they do. They're, you know, they are in every conversation. They want to be thorough and they do their homework. So, yeah, a lot. sometimes that stuff gets probably annoying on the outside, but it's just the Packers doing due diligence most of the time. Oh, Mike Witt with the Super Chat of the Year. Next year, Depeche Mode at Super Bowl halftime nags. Now you're talking my language. Can you see them come out there, open with personal Jesus? Place would go nuts. I love this idea. Let's do it. Uh, Raha, thanks for the super chat. Remember when Devontae had a sophomore slump and stupid people wanted him cut? Can we all agree to keep a level head, whatever happens next year? I keep bringing this up when, you know, I had a video, was it a week or two ago? The offense is not set by any stretch of the imagination. These guys have to do the work and they have to show up next year and keep improving, keep progressing. You know, I agree with you, man. Like anything could happen. These guys could have sophomore slumps. I'm not saying they absolutely will or won't, but yes, they, they have to continue to do the work. And if they do struggle, which is entirely possible, I hope Packers fans have a little bit more grace than they did with Devontae. Goodness knows, because that was ridiculous. All right, I'm going to have to get going, everybody. I can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Patreon members, Carry the G Club members, I'll see you at 6 p.m. Eastern for happy hour. The rest of you, have a great night. Talk to you tomorrow. Remember, Packer Transplants live back tomorrow afternoon. Be on the lookout. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.